Hey y'all, welcome back. Thank you for stopping by at Dose of Growth with Brittany. I am so excited that you decided to come and get your dose of growth. And I hope that you enjoy these upcoming episodes that we will be discussing. Get ready. Alright child, so let's jump right into it. Um, Today we're going to be talking about love avoidance and acceptance and just kind of going over what that is and what we can do to recognize if that's us. So I don't have a quote for today, but I want you to just take a moment and think about one thing that you are willing to work on for the next month or for the next few weeks. Just one thing. And so for me, I'm going to be working on consistency because I really want to start managing my time better and meeting deadlines on time. And I know that sounds (laughs) crazy, but really, I need to work on my consistency. And I was thinking like, okay, does this mean that I am not committed to a certain thing because I'm not being consistent. And at this point, I'm just unsure if it's a commitment issue or not, but I am willing to work on it. And remember, it is always good to um, set little goals like that for yourself and accept new challenges for growth. Like that's what we're supposed to be doing. So another thing before we get into it though, um, so do that. But I am in a different area um, while I'm recording. And so it may sound, it might not sound as good as I had it. I mean, we all know my episodes are up and down. Last week, I did my little episode and you, this, I have a new mic. So I've been getting like new stuff and the mic was like picking up so much that my other mic would not pick up. Like it was, it was, it's okay. Because I am growing, I am recognizing what I uh, do and what I need to do better. When it comes to this, I am still new to this, but I am committed to this. So let's move on. What is love avoidance? So love avoidance is an inability or refusal to experience an intimate, loving relationship with another person. And you might say, hmm, that's not me, but let's look at some examples to see if it really is you. And so some of these things that I'm going to mention, they may be triggers, they may be just little examples of what someone who is displaying avoidant behavior may act like. And so we all have that friend. So some examples are, Refusal to go on dates, um, refusing to go places where you know you may have to interact with a potential partner, trust issues, complaining about feeling lonely, but um, you're not willing to kind of like take the risk to find compatibility, but you are complaining consistently and constantly that you feel lonely. You feel like you need a companion, but you're not wanting to get out the house, go to the bar, go to the speed dating, go, you're just 
completely refusing to do anything that may put you in a position to where you find someone that's meant for you. So another thing is um, abandonment issues. So, you know, this is a part of childhood trauma that spills over into our adult lives that we don't really recognize it until we sit down and think about it, but abandonment issues. And what happens with this is eventually you'll feel like you're not accepted with someone else or in groups. And so then you start displaying inferior behavior and comparing yourself to other people in those groups. And once you start comparing yourself to those other people, you don't think you have anything to offer or anything in common with these people. So you just avoid and don't come around, right? You just completely avoid any situation that may put you in a situation where you actually truly find love in a partner. So childhood, an another thing about childhood trauma is, um, as a kid, if your parents were emotionally unavailable or unresponsive, they learn, as in kids, kids will eventually learn to suppress their emotions. And I know a lot of our men, they go through the motions of this because they're always told if you, um, you know, you're a boy, all of those gender, gender um, things that I completely hate, but they're, you're a boy. You can't do that. You can't cry or you can't show any emotion. And so eventually, in some of our men, they're going to display um, some childhood trauma that spills over and become avoidant or love avoidant at all because they're not going to be emotionally available for you. And so that's what happens as kid. kids who parents are not emotionally available or they're unresponsive to them, they eventually learn how to suppress those emotions and never display them ever again. And we all know that in any relationship, it could be just a dating relationship, you have to show some type of genuine emotions. And so avoiding childhood trauma does not promote healing. I just want to, I just want to throw that out there. Like we can't avoid this. We got to work on it. We got to deal with it. And then we got to learn from it. That's just the bottom line. So some triggers to inferior behavior, because these are the people who are avoiding situations that could potentially bring them any love. They may be triggered by magazines. I know women could. Uh, magazines, social media, um, TV, anything that society is making us feel is normal that we don't have. So there's no, there's no, um, everyone is basically the same. Nobody is individuals anymore. Nobody's different. Everybody's the same. So when you look at magazines and social media and you see these Instagram models and you see these people with all of this cosmetic work done, you look in the mirror and that's a trigger for you. And that's another thing that's causing you not to go outside, not to put yourself around people or situations or groups that may, again, put you in the midst of love. So um, another example of love avoidance is just being unsure of your self-worthiness. This is something that we all sometimes question, I'm sure, but not knowing if you are 
worthy, if you are enough, right? And so love avoidance can affect your ability um, to have so many partners. I mean, it can love avoidance can affect your sex life because what happens is, and I know a lot of people don't think this deep, but what happens is instead of me, and this we're talking about dating, instead of me hooking up with the person that I'm dating because I'm trying to move to the next level with this person because I see potential in that person, what we do is we um, have sex with that that person that we're dating. And then we date somebody else and we have sex with that partner. And so sometimes it may cause you to, instead of, it's basically causing you to suppress real emotions. And so you have a wall up. And again, you can look this up because this is true facts or get you some books. I Oh, before I move on, I want you to tell, I want to tell you that the new book that I'm reading is um, called Your Brain is Listening. I believe it's called Your Brain is Listening. And I'm going to come back later and tell you the author of that book, but it is really, really a really good book. It tells you everything about anything. Okay. And a lot of trauma you can identify with you can identify in this book if you are the one going through this certain thing and so again you know avoiding love and avoiding situations where we may move to the next level with the person could cause us to have a wild sex life because instead of getting committed or um you know being serious with one person it's easier for us to just hop from bed to bed, bed to bed, bed to bed without connect, without any connection, without any connection because we have that wall up, right? So recognize that. And so basically um, you're protecting yourself and you're avoiding exposure, right? From being known in the relationship. And so I was watching the other day um i don't know if you all watch it but fantasia and her husband they do this little show about marriage um every week and i was watching that and so her husband said something that really stood out to me about marriages and i know that we are we are only talking about dating so look do not jump the broom we are only talking about dating but this is a really good point and he basically was saying that when you're dating somebody, you really don't know the true them, right? And it's the same thing for when you when you move in, move in the same place with somebody. You really don't know them until you move in with that person, who they really are. And so he was basically saying that when you're dating, it's hard to really peel back that 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 fake um, identity that they put on during the dating period. And so he wasn't saying all that. Now, those are, those are my words. What he said was <laughs> that marriages expose true character, not dating. And I thought that that was like, wow. Like it, it was on point because once you marry somebody, all that dating stuff, it, it doesn't matter because you really, it puts like a, a, a light um, a flashlight, you know, right on top of your marriage and you really know who you, who you're married to. Right. And so basically I'm just saying that, um, come into things open 
to already show your true character, right? Come into it without avoiding anything. And if I was dating, if I were dating, I'm not saying that my wall would be down and I would trust every single person. That is not what I'm saying. But I would go after it. Like I would put it on the table, whatever, because I know what it is that I need and I know what it is that I want and what I would want from a partner. And so people who are love avoidant um, tend to be narcissists because they're only worrying about themselves while they're running from what could be. And that would be a big red flag for me. And we talked about that um, when I talked about the red flags and what to look out for when dating. So just remember that. And so if we go to accepting love, um, accepting love is being completely open to receiving intimacy from a potential partner. And just don't always think that it's too good to be true because there's somebody for you. And if that's what if that's what your goal is, because remember I said dating um, does not necessarily mean that you are looking to be in a committed relationship. It does not mean that you are looking to be married. That's just not what it is. That's just what society has taught us um, that, you know, we think is what should. And so not only are we being open to receiving intimacy when it comes to love and acceptance, we want to be open when we're giving love and when we're on the opposite end of that table. And how, however, love is acceptance. It is complete acceptance of one's flaws, one's weakness, strengths, just the total package. And so, you know, I got a story about this because one day, um, me and my husband, we were riding back from Chicago, I think, and I was listening to that Will and Jada spill. I don't know which episode it was, but I was listening to Will and Jada, and they were talking about unconditional love and what their marriage means to them. And they basically broke it down like this. There, there are no deal breakers in their marriage. So when Jada had her little thing with, um, what's his name? I can't even think of his name. Y'all gonna kill me for this. What's the rapper's name? You know, when they had the that that whole ordeal, um, they Will and Jada sat down and said that they don't have any deal breakers, and so it's easier to love someone when you know that there is nothing that you could possibly do to make them want to leave you. Now, that does not mean be a fool. That, 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 that doesn't mean that. That is basically saying that I love you unconditionally with no conditions. I love you unconditionally enough to say, okay, y'all, if this dog bark, I'm going to be so heated because I do not want to edit. Anyway, sorry. So I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Um, they're saying, listen, world, we love each other unconditionally. And it's easier to accept mistakes because we're all going to make mistakes from your partner when you sit down and say, you know, I love you unconditionally. Now, this is the thing. Because for me, 
I do have deal breakers and I'm sure you have deal breakers too. Like there's just some things that I won't tolerate, but at the same time, are they, are they really deal breakers? If, if something happens in your relationship or your dating experience and do you just run? Like if it's not, a, if it's not, it might not be a red flag, but even if it is a red flag, do you just run or do you say, okay, listen, I'm going to give you this one chance to understand me and um, let you know that this is what I cannot um, tolerate from a person who I am seeing or dating or in a relationship with. Some things just can't be tolerated. And so anyways, they were just saying that, um, you know, they don't have any deal breakers in their marriage. And that's why their marriage is still standing because they have done some things to each other and they went through, went through their little spat and basically sat down and told each other, like, listen, I married you. We are life partners. And that's what they call themselves, life partners. So another thing you want to be sure to do is learn your love language. And I talked about this too in one of the previous episodes. What are what are love languages? Because I'm I'm gonna be honest, and I said this, I'm gonna be honest. I didn't know my love language. I do now, but I did not then. And I'm grateful that I know it now because I know what I need from a person. And so your love, your options or more, but the ones that I have down are gifts, um, quality time, acts of kindness, words of affirmation, and physical intimacy. And so out of those, think about what makes you happy other than yourself, because you're supposed to make yourself happy, but think about what you want from a partner. So for me, I'm not really materialistic, not saying that you are, but I could really care less about a gift unless it's just completely amazing, right? Um, do I like flowers? Absolutely. I get random flowers all the time. I love them because I love how they smell and I love the decor in my home that flowers bring. But gifts are not my love language. Quality time. Quality time is not my love language because, like I said before, I enjoy my alone time. I enjoy also spending time with my partner, but I mostly enjoy my alone time with just me. No kids, no friends, no no husband, just me. So that couldn't be it. So my love language is acts of kindness. I really, really, really appreciate when someone takes the load off of me. When someone says, hey, don't pick up the kids today, I'll do that. When someone says, hey, don't, you know, what do you have on your list or your schedule today? I'll complete some of it for you. Or let me put some of that weight on my shoulders. That's what I appreciate the most is someone who is willing to show me acts of kindness and help me in ways that I really need help with. And sometimes we just really, we forget and we doubt our ability to be amazing. We do. We really, we doubt it. So 
true healing does not mean um, loving based on the conditions of what you can do for me. So basically what I'm trying to say is when you love based on conditions, you're saying, hey, these are the rules and these are the restrictions. And so that to me would be an indication that you are not healed from some past trauma or something has your wall up with me and you're avoiding. Not only are you avoiding, um, you really don't accept me. So you're avoiding love and you won't accept love from me. And so that's a a big red flag for me when someone is only loving you or being with you based on what you can and cannot do. That is a red flag. And that would indicate to me that you're not free. You're not free in your heart to move forward with this. And this is why I say we have to take time to learn ourselves because then once you learn yourself and what you bring to the table and what you offer, you learn to reciprocate that same energy. So that's all I have for you all today. Um, Glad you came by. But before you go, I do have some words of affirmation. And remember to think about that one thing, that one thing that you want to work on. Um, Put it to the test. Don't be hard on yourself. Give it some time. See if you can, you know, be better at it. Start making it a habit. And see what happens with that. And once you complete that challenge, you make yourself another um, goal. And you complete that one. And if you mess up, you just start all over again. And that's what I talked about in the transformation episode. Because sometimes we're going to get to the end and we're going to be doing so good. And sometimes we're going to mess up. And that's a part of the process. You just start over. And so we talked about today, love avoidance and people who avoid. And we talked about what love is. Love is acceptance. And we also talked about how we accept love. Now, how you fix these things is um, it's like black and white. Identify with what I said today. If you identify with it, you work on things and work on ways to do the opposite. So here's your words of affirmation for today. I am worthy. I accept myself. I accept those around me. I will show up fearlessly. Love is free and love is always safe. So be good. Be you. I love you. Like I tell you every every single episode, I love you and I love you from a genuine spot. And don't forget to follow me on TikTok. Um, dose of growth. I really need some followers. What I'm, I'm telling you is tragic. It is tragic. Please follow me. Please follow me. <laughs> so, uh, and follow me on Facebook at Dose of Growth with Brittany. I'm telling. I'm really trying to get some interaction going because I I know who's listening. Well, I don't know who's listening, but I know that people are listening. And so I'm going to keep going. Even if you don't listen, I'm going to keep going. But I know you're going to keep your I know that people are listening and I know how many people are listening. And I want you to follow me so that we can start interacting on social media. All right. Until next time.